Thank you for tuning in to Quality Violence Cinema. We have an interview today. We got... Hi, Vincent LaRusso here. Glad to be here. I'm the writer, producer, and star of two movies, Just a Chance and the sequel, Streets of Darkness. And I'm thankful to be here today. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, no, thank you for reaching out. It was really cool for you to kind of take your time to, you know, reach out to me to do this interview. My pleasure. Uh, so let's get into it. What drew you into writing mafia movies? Well, I grew up in New York. I grew up in Queens, New York, kind of a rough area. And I was exposed to a lot of that criminal element in my neighborhood. So that's what kind of inspired me to write, which was just a chance, the first movie I made. And obviously, you know, Streets of Darkness is the sequel. Um, just a Chance is based on a story about a childhood friend of mine who I went to school with and his tragic descent into the gang lifestyle. Uh, did you grow up on a lot of um, gang and mafia movies? There were a lot of gangs in my area, and I definitely watched a lot of mafia movies as well. And yes, I was inspired by a lot of movies early on in my career, uh, one being Scarface. I love the movie Scarface, Goodfellas, a couple other ones, Mean Streets, um, The Godfather, of course, is a classic, The Godfather. Uh, Taxi Driver is another one that comes to mind. The interesting thing about Scarface is that recently, again, we just remastered these two movies. They were shot in the 90s, and they just got remastered and re-edited. So we just got a brand new social media platform going. And I recently received a message from one of the lead actors in Scarface who played alongside Al Pacino, who was the main star, uh, who has what's called the Scarface store on the web. And he reached out to me. He's following me and my movies now, Streets of Darkness, which is amazing to me that, you know, he, he reached out. He's one of my followers now on Streets of Darkness Instagram. He was the um, actor that played alongside Pacino. He was a smaller guy in the, in the, in the movie, um, in that gang, so to speak, involved in that drug deal that went down when Pacino said, don't forget the Yayo. He was the guy that took the Yayo in that very famous, infamous drug deal scene mm -hmm. in Miami. So, you know, he has a Scarface store online and they are following my movie now, Streets of Darkness, which mm -hmm. is nice to know because, you know, that's an iconic movie. And Streets of Darkness is kind of made in the tradition of Scarface. It has those elements, you know, the drug deals, the drug cartels, mafia, gang, you know, mafia movie type stuff, which on the beach, Miami Beach, you know, mm -hmm. with the gang, drug gangs and mafia, beautiful women. It has that all those elements. So I guess that's why he kind of liked the movie and he's following my movie now. So how did James get involved as a director of Streets of Darkness? James Ingrassi and I met on a set prior to Streets of Darkness. He was directing a movie called Snake Island. I was one of the lead actors in that, and that's how we became acquainted. We kind of lost touch with each other after that. But then he reached out to me through a mutual friend when he found out I produced, wrote, and starred in a movie called Just a Chance, which is a gang film that went to Blockbuster Video nationwide. He reached out to me asked me if I was going to be doing anything else. And I told him I'm writing the sequel and he expressed interest in directing. So that's how he got the job as a director of the streets of darkness. 
Yeah, because he just directed three films before that, or I believe so. I believe so. Yeah, and then he was randomly on an episode of Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about that. I never saw that. I would love to see it though. I, I never saw that. Yeah, it'd be interesting to figure out a way of seeing it. Um, did any of the cast get into any big roles after? Well, in Streets of Darkness, um, Jennifer Cole, who plays my girlfriend in Streets of Darkness, she was a Playboy centerfold model and also on the Howard Stern show. And in addition to that, she was, I believe, an actress. She had a key role in a movie with Corey Feldman called South Beach Academy. Hmm. And of course, you know, Bill Griffay was the director of Just a Chance, which was the first movie I made. And, you know, Bill Griffay is an iconic cult filmmaker. He obviously has a, a great resume. You know, he was the producer of Cease Fire with Don Johnson. He was the second unit director in the James Bond film, Live and Let Die. He actually directed a lot of cult classics. He came from The Swamp. It was another one, Mako, Jaws of Death. Impulse with William Shatner. So, you know, he, he's done a lot. I'm glad uh, that you know, he's agreed to do Just a Chance, which was the only video movie he ever did. He never did any shot on video movies. All his stuff was films, and he agreed to do Just a Chance, which is the first video movie he ever did and the only one he ever did based on that he liked the script that I wrote. Do you keep in contact with any of the casting crew? You know, unfortunately, we kind of all went our separate ways. I know that's kind of sad because, you know, it happens in the business sometimes. Um, but I'm sure we'll run into each other again. But we, we did kind of lose touch with each other. Um, now that these movies are being redistributed through SRS Cinema, I believe they'll probably end up seeing that. And I'm sure they'll reach out to me. Do you feel your film has hit cult status or both of your films? Well, you know, that's a good question because... I made these movies in the mid-90s. I did win an award for one of them, Best Actor at the Miami International Drug Film Festival. That was just a chance. I won Best Actor Award for that. And, you know, when distrib distribution companies reached out to me recently to redo these movies, re-edit, remaster, and get them redistributed worldwide, that kind of makes me think that there is something to it because I got three contract offers in one week. And um, it was almost like, wow, this has reached a certain status um, that is an accomplishment because usually that doesn't happen, mm -hmm. especially with low budget indie films. So I believe what really helps me is the fact that there was no streaming back in the 90s. There was no DVD. There was no Blu-ray. So these distribution companies see an untapped market, a market that was never reached. So that's why I got these offers. I decided to go with SRS Cinema. I believe they're a very reputable company. They're a very good company, and that's why I signed with them. They're, they're based out of New York. Mm -hmm. No, I love SRS. They're a good company. Um, who originally released um, Just a Chance? Just a Chance was originally released by Blockbuster Video. It took me approximately 12 months to get the main buyer on the phone very hard to get those guys on the telephone. And when I finally reached him, I had like five minutes to pitch him. And I basically told him, look, it's an anti-drug, anti-gang film. and has a message that could help kids. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let's give it a shot. And um, I would ask you to give me a two-store shot. They gave me a two-store shot. He agreed immediately that night when we spoke. It was a, like a late 
a late conversation, a late, late afternoon, almost early evening. I'll never forget it. And he agreed to give it a two-store shot. And the two-store phase went well. That was a good test phase. It went well. It was successful. And then they decided to roll it out regionally in Broward and, and Fort Lauderdale, which is basically a big, big area in South Florida and Miami as well. And um, it did very well. It passed the second phase. And then after it passed that second phase, they decided to roll it out nationwide. So that really was a great day for me when I got that phone call. And then that enabled me to write the sequel based on the success of Just a Chance. I wrote the sequel Streets of Darkness, which is the full length feature mafia film. How well did the VHS sales go? Very well. It did very, very well. Uh, again, it's a very hot topic, the gang genre, about gang violence and gangs. So people are very interested in that topic. And then I decided to write the sequel, which was the same character, how he kind of like graduates from gangs and gets involved in a crime family, a mafia crime family, and he becomes an assassin for the mafia. Hmm. Uh, is the Miami International Film Festival still going on? I believe it is. It's called the Miami International Drug Film Festival. I haven't really kept too much tabs on that lately, but I believe they're still around. Mm-hmm. Are there any, any, any other festivals that you were involved with? You know, when I got the distribution deal with Blockbuster, we basically concentrated just on that and revenues and doing publicity on that. We didn't really enter it into film festivals. We only did one film festival because we kind of got successful revenues coming in from Blockbuster. So we really didn't really need to promote it anymore, we felt, because we, we got what we wanted. We wanted it to go to Blockbuster, which was the biggest platform worldwide when it came to video distribution. They were the biggest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then I concentrated more on Streets of Darkness, which was the sequel. I started writing that about 12 months later. Were you under contract at all for like an anti-screening for any reason or? No, no. Blockbuster, what they do is they buy units. So they contractually just buy units. So they want 4,000 units or 5,000 units. We, we go ahead and we ship them out. And that's how we make our profit, you know, based on the amount of units. So mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact amount they purchased, but there was a, it was quite a bit. Mm-hmm. How long after Just a Chance did you start working on Streets of Darkness? After Just a Chance rolled out nationwide in all the blockbuster stores nationwide, I started writing the script for the sequel, Streets of Darkness, which is the mafia movie. Probably about six months later, I started writing that. It took me about another six months to write the screenplay, a total of about 12 months. Hmm. What platforms are you planning on streaming? SRS Cinema has a relationship with, I believe, an agent that distributes to streaming platforms such as Tubi TV, Amazon Prime, which are two of the biggest platforms. So it's going to probably end up on Tubi and Amazon Prime, as well as a limited Blu-ray release, probably the end of next month or the beginning of November. And then, of course, DVD distribution as well. So the film will be released as one package, um, like The Streets of Darkness, or is it going to be separate packages? It's going to be the feature film, Streets of Darkness, with Just a Chance, which is the gang film, as an extra on the Blu-ray. And the feature is going to be the full-length feature, Streets of Darkness, which is the mafia film. 
So what convinced you to remaster the films? Well, when I got a phone call from a very good friend of mine, Tim Ritter, who's a filmmaker. Yeah. He's done Sharks of the Corn. He's done Killing Spree, Truth or Dare. He's very, very iconic filmmaker in the, un- in the underground, the underground indie film market. So he called me um, about three, four months ago. And he basically told me, you know, there's a market for your movies right now. Even though they were filmed, both of them in the 90s, the mid 90s, there's a market for them because there was no streaming. There was no Blu-ray. There was no DVDs back in the mid 90s. So there was like an untapped market. So he said that there were a couple of distribution companies that expressed interest in my movies. So he put me in touch with these these companies. And I ended up signing with SRS Cinema. Ron Bonk is the president. And I felt comfortable with him. He's very good at what he does. And SRS has been around forever. And I just felt comfortable signing with them. Um, How do you feel your work compares to other gang and mafia movies? Well, a lot of gang mafia movies, in my opinion, have a tendency to glorify that lifestyle. Whereas what I decided to do was show it as for what it is, the dangers of that lifestyle, make it real, make it gritty and intense and really show what can happen to you if you enter into that lifestyle. So I don't like my movies to be preachy, but I want them to have a subtle message. So that's what I try to accomplish. And I think that was established in my movies and what separates it from other gang and mafia movies is the strong, powerful message that it delivers. Was your movie use any form of PSA or did you just advertise it as a way to promote it? Well, the original movie, Just a Chance, which is going to be the extra on the Blu-ray with Streets of Darkness, um, was an anti-gang, anti-drug movie, and it does have that strong message. It wasn't really a public service movie or anything like that, but it has that message. Mm-hmm. And it's a crime drama with an actual story that's based on a true story about a childhood friend of mine who I grew up with in New York, who unfortunately got involved in gangs, and it shows his tragic descent mm-hmm. into that lifestyle. So, you know, I wouldn't call it a PSA, but I'll call it a, a film with a message. Has uh, anyone reached out to say that your films have led them away from crime? You know, good question. I, I did have a phone call several years ago, whereas it came from a friend of mine, a mutual friend in the business, that a young person actually rented it in Blockbuster, who was actually a gang member. And the message was so strong and resonated so strong with him that he decided to get out of that lifestyle. So you know, that really touched me because if you can save one person's life, that means a lot. It really mm-hmm. does because that's the power of, 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 of the media, you know, the power of movies. You know, you really could help people through your, through your movies. So do you feel Danny is a protagonist or an antihero? Danny is a very complex character. I'll just say that. I'm going to say this. He, he was a cold-blooded killer, no question about it, a very intense individual, But he loved his sister, as depicted in the movie. He loved his girlfriend, as depicted in the movie. And he loved his mother, as depicted in the movie. And you have to watch the movies to see how he really loved his family and his girlfriend. But the thing is, he was also a very cold-blooded killer. So if somebody 
did something to harm his family or any of his loved ones, he would react and avenge that. And that's what this movie is basically about. It shows that journey, that dark journey that he takes through this lifestyle of gangs, mafia, drugs, drug dealing, you know, betrayal, beautiful, beautiful women, sex, drugs. It has all the elements that are Hollywood entertainment production value elements. But the difference is it has a message. Both movies have a message. Is there any part of Danny that is a personal reflection? Well, I, I wouldn't go out and kill anybody or anything like that. But I, I think that my personality is similar in one regard. I am very close to my friends, my family especially. And I have a lot of honor towards that. And, you know, if somebody crosses me, I do react. I'm not going to just sit back and take it. So I wouldn't react like Danny would, who was a cold-blooded killer. But I, but I would definitely defend my family and my friends. Do the characters in the films reflect any family members of yours? Um, I would say not family members. But again, I grew up in New York. I was surrounded by gang violence, mafia violence. I saw a lot of different things which inspired me to write these movies. Um, but not necessarily my family members, but people that I grew up with in my neighborhoods where I lived. Are there any other films that you're working on or planning on writing? I'm currently writing a script right now for a new movie I'm working on. In fact, Tim Ritter and I are collaborating on it. Um, it's going to be a movie that is more about the times in which we live. And it's a crime drama, very intense crime drama I'm working on right now. So getting into SOV, uh, what are some of your favorite SOV films? Like with Tim Ritter. Well, you know, speaking of Tim Ritter, I liked three of his movies that were shot on video, actually. Sharks of the Corn was very good. That was his latest film, I believe. Some of his older stuff was good. I believe Killing Spree was one that I liked, and Truth or Dare mm -hmm. was another one. So I, I, I admire his work. He does good work. Yeah, no, Tim Ritter's definitely one up there. What experiences would you like to share the, for inspiring actors or writers in the mafia genre? I would say this, that try to make it real as possible. Make sure your characters are real and make sure the performances are real. Especially if it's a low-budget film, you got to really rely on performances because there aren't a lot of low-budget indie films that can do all the special effects and stuff like that. So you got to really make sure you cast it right, make sure the performances are strong and real, and make sure the movie script is tight and reflects what the vision is. If you have a vision, make sure it's reflected on paper the right way. The script is very important. And that would be my advice and never give up because it's not easy to get a movie produced. Never give up. Always have perseverance. Have you ever had thoughts of remaking it and kind of doing a modern take on it? Well, Tim Ritter actually gave me the idea to do another sequel, part three, of when Danny, you know, is older in his 40s now, late 40s, and potentially maybe he becomes a captain in a crime family, a mafia crime family, or maybe even a accomplished hitman. I haven't really touched on that yet. I'm thinking about it. I want to see what happens with Streets of Darkness 
and what SRS does numbers wise with Streets of Darkness. If I if I see the numbers look good and the revenues look good, I may do a third one. Mm-hmm. And show, you know, Danny now in his older 40s, maybe, maybe late 40s on how he kind of like is established in that lifestyle. And let's see if I could maybe bring him to a different level. But again, I, that this is just kind of preliminary right now. It's a possibility that I might do a third one. Would you amp the violence or would you kind of keep to the kind of mid-violent approach? You know, it all depends on the situation. It's a case-by-case basis. So I would have to look at the numbers, what Streets did, because Streets does have a lot of shooting scenes, but I didn't want to exploit the violence too much. So I, I, will, I will tell you this, Christian, that I will consider maybe amping up, but I, but I, I, I don't want to say yes or no yet. But you want to take it away from the story, obviously, or make right, it part of the exactly. story. Exactly. Yeah. I, I want to I keep the story real, and I don't want it to become an exploitation film, you mm-hmm. know? No, I get that. So when is this getting released? Okay, according to SRS Cinema, the Blu-ray, the limited Blu-ray, will be out the end of October, possibly the beginning of November. Uh, when I have more updates on that, I'm going to put it out on social media. And then after that, the DVD and the streaming distribution will occur probably early 2023. Uh, what else have you done with writing besides Street, Streets of Darkness in these films? Well, I did Just a Chance and I did Streets of Darkness. Those are my two screenplays I wrote. I kind of got out of the business a little while for, for, for financial reasons. I decided to do something else. Somebody gave me an offer and I, and I started helping out consulting, doing a lot of consulting work in the private sector. And now I'm kind of back into the movie business again, because I got a phone call from Tim, like I mentioned, and these distribution companies have expressed interest in my movies. So I am back in the saddle again. And I recently just made a deal with SRS cinema for worldwide distribution. So I'm kind of now back in that again, as we speak. Um, Looking back, is there anything that you would have changed in Streets of Darkness? You know, I'm kind of happy with the movie. I did remaster it recently. We put a new musical score in there, which I think it needed. So that was one thing that I did think it needed to answer your question. So we put some new music in. We re-edited a little bit, made it a little tighter and a little move a little faster, a little more cutting edge. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're pleased with the end result. And obviously SRS liked it. So that's why they signed me. So I'm, I'm happy with the end result. What I would like to do now, if you give me the opportunity, I'd like to say that if anybody's interested in reaching out, you can reach me on the Instagram Streets of Darkness platform, Streets of Darkness Instagram, Streets of Darkness Facebook. I hope you like our page, follow our pages. And also you can reach out on my website, streetsofdarkness.com. You can message me. I'll get back to you if you have any questions. And we'll be doing updates periodically on the official release date of both both films. Well, thank you very much for your time.